right, what is going on, guys? We are back for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast, keeping up with the 2022 Dakar. Crews are now headed out as the countdown is winding down for the beginning of stage number two of the 2022 Dakar Rally. Stage one went down with some tricky navigation. A few of the big names struggling to get through the stage. And some unfortunately are losing a lot of time, but still a long way to go. Lots can happen, that is for sure. That is the Dakar and how it works. So let's get straight into it. So stage one, as we talked about yesterday, saw competitors travel 514 kilometers with a 333-kilometer special and 181 kilometers worth of liaison. Looking at the route map, it looks like they did have a little bit of a liaison in the morning and then once again in the afternoon. So a little bit of rain overnight led to wet sand and definitely some interesting moves. So let's look at the stage profile of yesterday's stage. That's again stage number one of the 2022 Dakar Rally. 81% sand, it looks like, according to... i turn that down here. So 81% sand followed by a 14% dirt, zero tarmac, zero stones and rocks, 4% dunes. And then about 1% dry lake bed is what they were saying for yesterday's stage. So not a bad mixture there, but definitely not the strong suit if dunes were not your thing and sand is not your thing. Although with the rain, I'm sure it made it a little bit more manageable. Still not going to be an easy day. Uh, but the terrain was absolutely epic. A lot of great images uh, coming from uh, coming from the stage. So I was absolutely stoked to see that. And so let's see here. So yeah, so as I, as I mentioned, definitely some uh, some mix up on the navigation. Everybody's saying about kilometer two sixty, high two fifties, two sixty is where they were starting to run into issues or ran into issues with some of the navigation. We saw a pretty big, pretty big group of the big names uh, trying to find their way, but were unable to do so at least quickly. Uh, Skyler House did make that. Uh, make it out of that group and get into it. Uh, ultimately finishing uh, 10th on the stage uh, with the time. Let's see here. Is it giving us the time? Let's go back and take a look at this. Waiting for these to load. Yes, I know it's not available. Here we go. All right. And the timing. So, yeah. So, let's see here. It shows. So, this is interesting. So, they do have... Uh, they do have uh, Daniel Sanders as the stage winner. Um, and then let's see, Skylar Howes showing at ninth in ninth, but actually officially on the stage with the overall standings ended up being 10th. Uh, uh, you have, I believe it was uh, Adrian Van Baren that was moved up, if I'm not mistaken. We'll take a look, or I'll take a look right now at the overall standings. But basically, uh, Skylar Howes finishing 16 minutes out of the lead on that one. And then the surprise, the one that made up the time and and really put his name up on the board, especially as a rookie, was Mason Klein. Mason Klein posting uh, eight minutes and 44 seconds behind the lead uh, on stage number one. So hell of a way to open up the Dakar rally. 
and uh, and get that rally uh, under his belt, get that first stage under his belt. Um, and then, you know, taking a moment since we're talking about that, he did post an update earlier um, that I'm I'm honestly going to say probably turn some heads uh, as far as showing, you know, what's going on in his head uh, as he gets ready to take on the next stage and after today's result, which uh, if you saw or are following him on social media, you would have seen he posted a picture or a small video after he was done. He took a gnarly rock to the front or something. It just absolutely smoked that wheel. Uh, but luckily he was able to finish the stage and obviously, you know, put in the effort. But uh, quoting Mason Klein here from one of his uh, face or excuse me, Instagram posts earlier in the day. Uh, he says, I'm not here to send it. I'm here to finish. Today I just rode my bike and avoided making too many mistakes. My plan strategy for today was perfect navigation and to get to the finish. I lined up for a day of racing. I'm sure I will never forget. Tomorrow, want to focus on line choices and being smooth. So very, very, very uh, calm and collected post, I think, and reading in between the lines to me of that is uh, this kid's ahead of his time. Uh, as far as, you know, you you put a 20-year-old on a uh, bike, on a rally bike in the middle of the world, and, and you know, the 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 amount of control it takes to not want to send it and, and you know, go out there and be the fastest and, and play smart, um, you know, this is this is ahead. And uh, in one of the interviews uh, with the Dakar uh, team, he did mention, and he did, uh, he did say that he feels like, uh, you know, his mentor, Skylar House, has definitely had an influence on him on doing this. And if you listen to the episode uh, that we did with Skylar House uh, quite a few episodes ago, um, Skylar does talk about that, where he does say that, um, you know, the first years it was like he's, you know, in attack mode and then transition slowly to I'm just going to ride and, and just make it happen and do my best. And the results followed that path as well. So he started ranking higher. Uh, the more he relaxed and the more he just focused on the navigation and getting it done. So uh, being in 10th, 16 minutes, Skylar House is in a really good position um, to to continue. If he can continue with that, I feel like he's in, in the position. He's got fast guy lines in front of him. Um, so he's got some line choices. He's got some stuff that he can do. So I think he'll be able to uh, to pull up and, and wrangle these guys in. So let's jump over to the actual standings for the stage. Uh, after that, let's see, here we go. Let's go into the bike standings here, not for qualifying. Okay. So here's what it looks like after stage one, you're standing. So Daniel Sanders on the gas, gas four hours, 38 minutes and 40 seconds is the official time at the moment. Uh, Pablo Quintanilla and as going to be in the second spot, is going to be three minutes and seven seconds behind Sanders. Matthias Walkner in that number three spot going to be 11 minutes and six seconds behind uh, Quintanilla. And then it's Adrian Van Baren in that uh, number fourth spot or number four spot uh, on the Yamaha, uh, 12 minutes and 46 seconds behind. And then Mason Klein sitting in fifth. He is going to be 14 minutes and 34 seconds behind the lead. Uh, then and important to note, Mason Klein is not competing. Uh, it, this is overall standings. Mason Klein is in the GP2 class uh, versus the uh, MotoGP guys, or not MotoGP, the RallyGP, so the pro the pro pros. So the, uh, Mason Klein, again, running one class under, but still showing fifth on the board, which is very impressive, and obviously P1 for his uh, category. 
Then you've got Sam Sunderland on the gas gas uh, sitting in six, 15 minutes and 56 seconds behind. Uh, Santolino in the number seven spot, 16.54 behind. Xavier Del Soltre in the number eight spot on a, uh, what is it, HT Rally Raid Husqvarna Racing. Uh, going to be 18 minutes and 36 seconds behind Ross Branch in that number nine spot again on a Yamaha, 19 minutes and 21 seconds. And then Skyler House in the number 10 spot on the Husqvarna Factory Racing, 25 minutes and 12 seconds behind. So, again, that's your top 10. Uh, Mare in that 11th spot. He's in the Hero Motorsports team. Zvitko in that 12th spot with Slovansnaft Rally Team. Kind of hard to pronounce, probably, but butchered that one. And then on the day uh, on the day car re- <laughs> debut, the Dakar review debut is uh, Daniel Pertucci Petrucci uh, from MotoGP fame. Now in and participating in the Dakar, he's got that rookie flag on there. Uh, Thirty three minutes and twenty nine seconds behind. Uh, so let's see here, what else have we got? And those were posted stage times. Kem Benavides, 14th, Mayo, 15th, Nasagla Jarar, uh, 16th, 17th, Bereta Bort. Uh, then you've got, uh, let's see, Jay Brabeck, 43, 32. He's in 18th. Andrew Short running in that 19th with 45 minutes and 26 seconds back. Uh, moving down the list, Toby Price, one of the guys caught out on that um, on that two six kilometer two sixty entanglement. Uh, let's see, forty seven seventeen back, and then let's see, keep going here. Nacho Cornejo in that twenty six spot, uh, fifty three twenty four, and then keep scrolling down here a little bit more. We got Ricky Brayback thirty fifth, uh, one hour and sixteen back. So. Uh, definitely a tough day for for Brayback and a few of the big names. Uh, Luciano Benavides in that 38 spot, one hour, three minutes, and 31 seconds back. So, again, it was definitely tough for these guys to get it. Um, some of the people are already kind of talking about, you know, this this may be it for the Dakar. Uh, but, 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 it is a long way back around. So, Hopefully, you know, things things change and we get some stuff uh, updated and, and guys are able to make up some time. But, yeah, absolutely thoroughly impressed with uh, Mason Klein's performance, uh, getting up and putting a fifth up on the board there uh, ahead of Sam Sunderland. And then, uh, and then tomorrow, uh, which will be interesting. So based on these times, it looks like uh, he's going to have at least three or four fast guys in front of him, uh, giving him line choices is there. So... Uh, those that play the home game in rally, so uh, previous day's finishing order determines next day's starting order. Uh, when you see your favorites sometimes hanging out at the back and not really jumping up, um, that could be part of the strategy in where they're actually trying to calculate and not be the first one out on the road, especially if it's in a, in an area or after the briefing they see that, like, you know... Well, I should say, after the briefing, not much you can do at that point because it's too late. You already crossed the line. The starting order is pretty much determined. So the best thing is if if you got an idea where you're headed, the area you're going, that kind of thing, um, or even just by stages. You know, it's still early in the game. It's still, you know, you don't want to lose a lot of time, but you want to be competitive. So where you finish and where you're starting is a very important uh, decision to make right now. Uh, because yes, they do actually have an influence on where they're finishing, you know, and it's, I, I guess a little bit of a guessing game in how much time you need to quote unquote lose in order to get, um, to get to where you want to be. But, uh, 
Uh, we'll, we'll see how it shakes down. But for day one, this is a pretty good mix-up up in the top 10. Uh, happy to see Skylar Howes again and Mason Klein both in that top 10 uh, alongside a few of the fast guys of Dakar that have been there for for many a years. So uh, what do we have going on? All right, so coming up tomorrow, and actually let's uh, jump over to that and find out here. Let's click on this uh, live button here. And this app was down pretty much all day, which kind of sucked. But, you know, um, I can only imagine how many people are trying to get in on this. Uh, so let's see here. Stage two is 31 minutes away and 30 seconds from the start. So those alerts are probably going to be coming through soon. Uh, so let's take a look at what we got going on for the stage today. Uh, let's go back up to this. Not that one. All right. Second here, we'll find it. I'll go ahead back there. All right. So for today's stage, Hail to Al Artawia. Now forgive me, I probably butchered that, but uh, I'm doing the best I can here. So all right. So stage two uh, consists of 568 kilometers. So another long day. 338 kilometers of special and 230 kilometers of liaison. So once again, breaking that down, 568 kilometers is going to be the total distance traveled from bivouac to bivouac. 338 of those kilometers are going to be actual racing. So that's going to be what you get uh, on your time, on your clock, what gets added to your total time for the rally. And then on the liaison is 230 kilometers, meaning that is what the distance is going to be between the bivouac, the start line, the finish line, and then the bivouac once again. So that is your liaison. Those are the non-timed uh, sections. But, 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 there is sometimes navigation within those certain points you may have to pick up. But more importantly, there's things like speed zones, obeying local laws, that kind of thing. Uh, so there's there's room to get penalties there as well. Uh, most of these teams got it dialed in. They don't know that racing, so it's really not that big a deal. Uh, but if you get caught off guard, it could be bad. So let's see. So that was, let's see if they're going to do, so stage two, let's see if they're, uh, they're catching up now. It looks like, uh, 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 uh. all right, cool. So they did actually update it today, uh, to give us a little bit of insight on, uh, on the actual rally. So yes, they are going to have a short liaison in the morning to the DSS depart special stage. Uh, and then they'll do their 333 kilometer or 338. And then they have their ASS arrive special stage uh, near, it looks like in the area of Riyadh. And then ultimately the liaison is going to drop them off at Al Artawaya. Uh, again, once again, I'm probably butchering that name, but uh, doing my best. Okay, so let's go look at the stage profile. Stage profile for today. We are looking at 63% sand. So here we go again. So for those that aren't, uh, isn't their, their strength being in the sand, today could be another challenging day. Although uh, with the rain and the wet sand, it may actually make it a little bit easier, a little bit more manageable for these guys. Uh, from there, we've got about 10% that's actually going to be dirt, uh, soil, and then 0, zero on the stones and tarmac, and then 27% dunes. So... Sand and dunes looks like the recipe for today's 338-kilometer special. Uh, looks like it's pretty much all mixed in. Uh, they get a little bit of dirt here and there, mostly sand, and then they get into the 
uh, the dunes and sand and dunes and then a little bit of dirt at the end. So if the dirt is your actual strong suit, today may not necessarily be your stage. Uh, but, you know, we'll see how it uh, how it shakes down again. Once again, we're down to about 30 minutes before the start of the stage. Uh, let's check out the stage description. This is direct from the Dakar app. Uh, lo and behold, the first chains of dunes in this edition, uh, which will set the tone for the 2022 Dakar and provide the first opportunity for contenders for the overall title to move to the front. So that's interesting there, and and that's exactly what is going on. You've got a few guys, the top 10, a lot of fast guys in that top 10, uh, right in that position where this is where they could kind of start to break out. Uh, from there, however, trying to blow up the race on the first day of the marathon stage is a risky proposition, as once the sun goes down, the riders and drivers and crew will only be able to count on the assistance of their peers inside the service park. So that is a very interesting part due to the weather. And I saw a picture. It looked like the uh, bivouac for the marathon stage was actually underwater. So it's my understanding that on the marathon stage that they had planned is actually not going to happen. And they are actually just going to have a regular bivouac, uh, no marathon. So while we're on the subject of marathon stages, let's talk about it really quick. So marathon stage for those playing the home game. Uh, marathon stage is very simple. It's basically everybody is Malimoto for the day or for the night. Uh, so in the case of the bikes, you're going to take your motorcycle and you're going to race your stage. You're going to go to a bivouac. Uh, generally there, there is no assistance for competitors uh, other than yourself and your teammates uh, or other peers within there. And and it's a rally family. If you've been in the bivouac, you can kind of see, you know, everybody kind of helps each other out. Um, you know, this is a competitive event, so they may not be the first one to give up something, but you know, at least they could help. Um, so from there you get into, once you've, once you have your marathon stage is basically prep the bike, you get a certain amount of time, you get a certain amount of parts, that kind of thing. And then that's it. You got to work on your own bike. You got to do your own thing. And then once that's done, bikes parked for May, done, camped out for the night. Next morning, you race back to the bivouac, back to where you have your actual full support. So again, there are two marathon stages for uh, the 2022 Dakar Rally, but it looks like the first one is actually going to be canceled due to weather. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure there was some strategy playing into that, tire conservation, things like that. You know, I, it, it, it could get a little bit dicey. Um, you know, in 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 playing the game, right? You know, you want to make sure you have a solid bike uh, getting to it. So it's less work, but then also you don't want to fall behind. And then the next day you want to make sure you give it your all to make sure because you know you're headed home to where your techs are, where everybody that, you know, can help you and work and you have more assistance. So uh, this should definitely be interesting. I'm a, I'm a fan of the marathon stages. I think it's a very interesting uh, concept. I think that it is a um, it puts a little bit of pressure on teams to to work together and 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 try and help each other out. So. We'll see how it uh, how it shakes down. So yeah, so we are just uh, minutes away now. We're going to be in that twenty minute mark. Uh, let's take a look here at the official counter. Twenty seven minutes and forty seconds to the start of stage number two of the twenty twenty two Dakar. So uh, before we go any longer, let's go ahead and close this up. But let's give you those specs one more time for stage two. Of the 2022 Dakar, 568 kilometers total, 338 kilometers of uh, special, and then 230 kilometers of liaison. That is stage number two. So while we're asleep, those guys will be running. 
So that is a wrap for today's uh, update on this one. Stay tuned tomorrow. We are going to have another update right around this time as well. It'll be uh, publicized hopefully uh, right before the stage starts, and you guys will be able to check it out. And also, uh, tomorrow morning, we are going to have another episode uploading. It's another In the Bivouac this time around with none other than Gnarly Dave. So if you guys want to check that out on your commute to the morning, I will make sure that thing is uploaded and ready to go for your 6 a.m. commute of the new year. All right, that is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week.